So we're starting today um, right at the top of Kuf Nandalid, but just to remind ourselves, step back into the sugi over here, we're discussing what is the Isra of Mechamer on Shabbos. The Gemara is going to have three uh, ways of understanding what the Isra of Mechamer, what's the, what's the punishment for Mechamer. So I shouldn't say it correctly. It's an Isra Daraisa. However, and we know by Shabbos, normally, right, normally Isra Daraisa would be Chayev Shegig. A shegi would be chayiv chatas, and mezid would be chayiv skila. So, but machamer is, is different, okay? Um, like we said, machamer is you get the animal to carry something using your voice. So you instruct the animal to go. So Rami Bar said that no, you're still chayiv b'shegig, you're chayiv chatas, b'mezid, you're going to be chayiv skila. Okay, to which Rava took issue with. Rava said, well, what do you mean? I thought that when it comes to all, this, to, to all these things, hukshu kol ta'avaydazara, and just like avaydazara has a maisa, so too you can only be chayiv chatos or skila if it's something that's a maisa, and getting an animal to go using your voice, that is not a maisa, and therefore you can't be chayiv for that. So Rav Zvid Masni Hachi, right at the top of Kof Nandal and Amanalaf, Rav Zvid Rav Zvid learned this is, that this is in fact how Rami Bar Chama. Rav Zvid Masni Hachim Rami Bar Chama. Hamachamer Achar Behema Bishabbos. Bishagig Ene Chayev Chatas. Bemezid Chayev Skila. Okay, so he says that Bishagig, you, you don't have to bring a Chatas. Bemezid, you do get Skila. Okay, so Masiv Rava. Hamachal. Now, ostensibly, we would understand that, that because Machamer, again, there's no Misa. If there's no Misa, so he wants to say that that pasuk is written by Tara Achas Yelachem Loisa Bishkaga, right? By Avodah Zara, it says, where, does, where did we learn that you need a Misa? That was for somebody who was a Shagig. Okay? So here, where by, um, so, so here by Machamer, where the issue is that Kol, since that pasuk only says it by Shagig, so then Beshegi, we won't be Machai of Yochatos, but Bemezi, you'll still be Chai of Skila like any other Isser Daraisa of Shabbos. So Masa Rava, Rava asks, Hamachal sa Shabbos, Bedavar Shechaivin al Shegiyas When, if you're Machal, if one is Machal Shabbos on something that you're Chai of Achatos for, Chayavin, al Zdane Skila, Hain, Ein Chayavin, I'm sorry. Hamachal sa Shabbos, Bedavar Shechaivin al Shegiyas Achatos, Chayavin al Zdane Skila. If you're chayev achatos, then b'shagig, then b'meizid you're going to be chayev skila. Ha'ein chayev and ashagig asechatos, ein b'chayev zane skila. And what Rav is asking is, it goes hand in hand. So how could you tell me? How could you tell me? How, how could you, Rami Barhama, say that I learned from Avodah Zara that since b'shagig, in order to be chayev achatos, you need a ma'isa. So we're going to potter you from a chayev chatos when it comes to machamer because there's no ma'isa. But you're still chayiv skila. We see they go hand in hand. Wherever one is chayiv achatas, you have to. You're chayiv skila from mezid. And if you're not chayiv skila, you're not going to be chayiv achatas. They go hand in hand. So the Gemara says, no. Mika tani ha ein chayavin. So the Gemara answers for Rami. Is answering Rava, saying hachi kamar. This is how you learn it. Davar shechayavin al shigas echatas chayavin al zaneh skila. Normally, something that. You are chayiv echatos for b'shegi. You would be chayiv skila b'mezid. The yesh davar she'ein chayiv and al echatos. Except, so it's almost like uh, we're changing around what that limud is. That there's one exception. The yesh davar she'ein chayiv and al echatos. 
And yet, okay, so we answer Rava's kasha. Rava Achva Dramari Barachal. Skip the next uh, three and a half lines. The Bach takes it out. Rashi takes it out. Have a masni la lahashmaitza mishmeder of Yechanan liftor. Okay, so we had shita number one. We had at the end of yesterday saying Rami right was that for mechamer whether you are um, shegig or mazid you're going to be chayiv like regular. Rabbi took an issue with it. Okay, we didn't answer the first right. The first the first uh, kasha of Rabbi we never answered. The second one we answered, but the first kasha we, we didn't answer is saying that how can you be chayiv as per normal if there's no ma'isa. Second uh, quoting we had of Rami, which would be the second shita here, is that b'shegeg, you're going to be potter from a chatas, because that's where the p'tur of Avayi came, that the p'tur from Avayi came to say that you're only going to be chayiv a chatas where there's a ma'isa, Masha enkein v'chamer, there is no ma'isa. Okay, but skila you would still be chayev. Now here comes the third sheet of b'shem Rav Yechanan. Have a masal l'hash ma'is b'shem Rav Yechanan liftor totally potter. Amar Rav Yechanan liftor Amar Rav Yechanan hamachamar achar behemtay b'shabes potter me klum. You're potter from all of them. B'shayig leimechayev leimechayev chatos the hokshah kolator kulav avodazara because ramakash tavodazara like we said just like avodazara you're only chayev chatos if it has a ma'isa so too. You only chayev with a ma'isa. The mezin nami lo mechayev. Why did tnan hamachal so shabbos bedaver shechayev and al shegal sechatos v'al zdenes skilo? So we see we're makish shegig to mezin. Ha ain chayev and al shegal sechatos ain chayev and al zdenes skilo. Okay, and even so, not just right now. We've always been talking about shegig. What the punishment is? Do you have to bring a chatas? Do you have to bring a mezid? It says b'skila, and now we're going to say that belav nami loy mechayev. You're also not going to be mechayev malchus. Okay, there's not even a lav. Why? The havel lav shenitain lahazharis misas bezdin, because this lav, right? If you remember, what we learned the lav from mechamer from is it says it's the pasuk of loy saase kol malacha atovin chovitecha. Right? Now we learn a lot of hilchas shabbos from there. Malachas of Shabbos. And by Malachas of Shabbos, there is a, 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 a punishment from Bezdin, right? For every other one, except for Machamer, you would be Machayev Skila. So that Pasuk is Beteris Lav Shanitan Lahazaras Misas Bezdin, okay? That Bezdin would punish. And therefore, Bechal Lav Shanitan Lahazaras Misas Bezdin, ain't like in love, you can't give Malchus for anything learned from it. So a regular uh, Isser Shabbos wouldn't be subject to Malkus, right? It would get Misa. So to Mechamer, which is learned from that same Pasuk, that, that Pasuk is always framed around the Lav Shemitin Litin Hazar's Misas Bezdin, and therefore you're not going to be Chayiv Malkus either. So Rabbi Yechanan says, Mechamer, you're not Chayiv anything. Now, that concept of Lav Shemitin Hazar's Misas Bezdin, Loikin or not, is subject to a Machlaikis Tanayim. So the Gemara is now going to say, Still, I will still be mamayin for Malchus, according to Cesar of Yechanan, that you shouldn't do any Malacha and your animal. Why did I have to say you again? Why did I have to say okay, that only you, if you, again, this is, this is referring to Maisa Begufei Shal Adam. When you do a malacha with your guf, then you could be chayiv. However, we have a special miyot. We have a special miyot to say that you're not going to be chayiv if the animal 
so to speak, does it on its own, what does that mean? It's done it on its own, where you did not actually physically cause it, and you use just your call, your voice. Okay, and that completes the sugir. So like we said, there's three shitas spanning all the way from chayev on everything to patur on everything in mechamer. Okay, and then in between, where we split it between shaggy and mezid. Well, mechamer is only, is only by voice? Mechamer is by call, the call, yes. So why yeah. I, I can answer something. I just can't tell you if it's true. I mean, I, there is a Misa being done. It's just not Misa Begufa Yishalodam. That's what we're trying to say. There's a Misa being done. It's just that it's not Begufa of the Adam. You can't, who says call is not a Misa? Right? If you look at Avoid Zara, it says, that you're physically doing a Misa. Could be call, it qualifies as a Misa. I, I, would, I would just make that diok without anybody to hang my, hang my hat on on that one. That's what I would answer. Okay. Moving on to the next sugya, we said that higia lechatzer hachitzayna. Right? So we said that we're talking about here somebody who, uh, who uh, <coughs> Shabbos came upon them. They were in the middle of, uh, right? They, and they put their stuff on an animal. And now they get to their outside chatzer. Okay, so what do you do? How do you remove this stuff? We said, if it's stuff that you're allowed to take off, you're allowed to be metaltal on Shabbos, you just take it off. And if you're not, you untie, you untie the, the ropes and the stuff falls on its own. So, Amar Rav Huna. Let's say you had a bunch of glass kalim on your animal. Maybe karamuksasos. You bring pillows and blankets. And you put them under where the animal is. And you untie the ropes. And the glass kalim fall. They fall into pillows. And this way they don't break. Well, why do I need to do this? We said that if it's a keli, that one is allowed to... right? What, what were we addressing here? We're addressing the fact that there's some sort of violation of Shabbos getting the kalim here. So maybe there was a havamina to think, like if a guy comes from outside the tchum, you can't use it on Shabbos. Maybe I can't take these kalim on Shabbos. The Mishra says, no, that since we gave you a hetra to get these kalim into your rishos, so they're not going to be mukta. Okay, so we see that, so clay's chuchis, I don't understand. Pitchers, cups, those are all kalim, regular kalim. Why do I have to untie and bring pillows? Just take them off with your hand. So the Gemara answers, Kikamaravhuna, the karne de umna. We're, ta- we're talking about, it's a blood letters, umnam refers to a blood letter. A blood letters had some sort of glass kalim, and since um, Rashi says, lafisha mu'usim, they're ma'os, okay, they're disgusting, so therefore it's going to be mukta on Shabbos, and since these glass kalim are mukta, so then you are not allowed to take them biyad, you have to just untie untie the rope and let them fall on their own. And what we're saying is you could bring pillows and blankets so that when the glass kalim fall off the animal, they don't smash. Frech Gamara, how could you do that? You're now saying that these kalim are moktah. You are being mavato. We've had this before. You can't make a kli unusable on Shabbos. So if these glass kalim are going to fall on this pillow, well, now the pillow can no longer be used because it has something moktah on it. So the Gemara says, Bish, Leafy, Zutri. Okay, we're talking about little, um, 
little packages, I guess, of kalim. And therefore, what we're basically saying is that you're not really using the pillow as a final resting place for the kli, but rather it cushions the blow. The kli falls onto the pillow. And then from the pillow, it, 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 can, it can come off from there, right? You pull the pillow out and it's just essentially breaking the fall. The kalim aren't going to break when they roll off from the pillow to the ground. But when they, if you would just untie it and they would fall from the animal, the kalim would break. So you use a cushion, you know, use a pillow to cushion the blow. Let's say your behema was loaded up with tevel, okay, with, right? That stuff that's not chazi, you can't eat it. it needs truma taken off. and glass. Too bad. So we see here is a case, ashashis is glass. And we say that uh, the glass, you can't put a cushion there. What you do is you untie, let the glass fall and break. So the Gemara says, oh, that's a different glass. That's Ashashis, right? It's a different type of glass. Hasam Bikulsa. Okay, these are glass that's going to be used for window panes. So think like stained glass. If it looks stained glass, it's got like, it's, it's not like one big piece of glass, right? It's little pieces of glass and then you have like, uh, you know, they're, it's remade, right? So here too, that this is glass is going to be remade. And therefore, yeah, you have glass. We're talking about you have glass sheets that are going to be used for a window, but you're going to break them anyway. So what we're saying is you can't, for these kalim, you can't bring a cushion because they're going to be broken anyway when you go to make your window. So just uh, let the rope, let them fall because they have to smash anyways. Dekanami is, uh, we see this uh, off an art. We see this from the bride. So Dekatani, it says, Dumya de Tevel, Ma Tevel Dolei Chazilei, Okay, that it's not chazi to you and it does not have a use for you on Shabbos. It's not like a pitcher, etc. It's being used, glass, for, to be remanufactured. Okay, so what do you mean, what's the chiddish? That, that even though normally you're right, that when you're going to go make windows, right, you smash the glass, but it's a controlled, uh, a controlled breakage, a controlled you know, explosion, and you break it in a way that it's uh, going to be used. But here, it's not the same as just untying it and it falls down and smashes. So you might think there's going to be some little bit of loss, right? Because it's not the normal way that you would break glass to manufacture windows. So you might think there's going to be some loss. And we should also be and say that um, you should be allowed to bring a pillow to save yourself from that hefsimuat, kamash no, and we're saying even though they're going to break and you're going to lose something, but since it's not, you're not totally losing your entire glass because you'll still be able to remanufacture them, which is what your intended purpose is of that glass anyway. So therefore, we say you can't bring a pillow for that. If let's say your animal had a, uh, um, you know, a shlif is like a burden, right? Like a package of tua, okay? Which is the grain that is tevel. So it's going to be mukta. So a package of tevel. Again, we see here that you have to get the animal to manipulate its head, okay? And it falls on its own. We're saying that you cannot take, just like this brisa, you cannot take tevel off of the animal on your own. You have to move the animal's head a little or get the animal to move its head and man- maneuver it off. 
So uh, the Hamar of Gamliel was loaded up with honey, and he refused to take off the honey on Shabbos, on Matzei Shabbos. The Matzei Shabbos, you know what happened? He left a huge amount of honey on his Hamar the entire Shabbos. The Matzei Shabbos Mesa, so Frek the Gamar, I don't understand. Why couldn't he get the Devash? Why didn't he take the Devash off? I. We say, if it's something that's mutter for you, Devash, honey, is chazing on Shabbos. You, you'll eat honey on Shabbos. So why, why did he have to leave it on the animal the entire Shabbos? He should have just pulled it off. So the Gemara says, hidvish, that the honey turned, right? I guess the honey can get spoiled. It got spoiled. So hidvish, okay, well, really? You want to tell me you spoiled honey? Why, why would he even keep spoiled honey? Hidvish, lemai chazi. Right, you want to say that he kept the burden on his Chamar uh, for the whole Shabbos. It's mashma that he wanted it. Well, what do you want spoiled honey for? So we said, like we've had before in, 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 when it came to Yitzhiya Shabbos, right, that we, we talked about what's the shear of Devash to be chayah for. We said that they would, that for honey, and that we saw it was an ointment for the wound. So even though it's spoiled, that it's not edible, but it still can be used as medicine, and that's why he wanted it. Correcting Gemara, Viyater Chabon Viyiplusakin. So why don't, we said, okay, great, so you're fine. You want to say it's spoiled honey, so you couldn't take it off on his own, but we have another etzah. If it's kalim that can't be taken, you untie the ropes and let the, let, let the kalim fall on their own. So these flasks full of honey, spoiled honey, right, medicinal honey, um, why couldn't you just untie the rope and let them fall on their own? So the Gemara says, Mistaruziki, because the flax would, actually, would, would have broken, would break. And therefore, Rabbi Gamliel didn't want the flax to break. And uh, he left it on his chamar the whole Shabbos. Okay. If you're concerned about breakage, we have an aid for that too. Bring pillows and blankets and put it there. So the Gemara says, ah, uh, you can't. Because we only said you could use the pillows and blankets. Why? As just to cushion the blow. You can't leave it on there. You can't be mavatokli mechanan, right? You could just fall on there, and then from there it falls on the ground. But here we have a problem. Mitanfi, okay, if you bring pillows and blankets, the pillows and blankets will get dirty, and it is become mavatokli mechanan. I mean, you bring mavato the kli from mechanan because that cushion can no longer be used on Shabbos. That pillow or blanket can no longer be used on Shabbos, okay? And therefore, that's why it's usher. So you have no eitzah here. And that's why he left it on the animal, and the animal died. Frek the Gemara, how could you do that? This Tzar Balechayim. Okay, and if you remember, we had before Tzar Balechayim's Doraisa. Right? So it's Doraisa, so it should, be, it should supersede this issue of Mavata Klimei So what we're asking is that you should just untie the ropes, let the Devash fall, and ruin the pillows. So the Gemara says, Kasavar. That Rabbi Gamliel held Tzar Balechayim Durabhanon, and therefore we're not going to allow you to be mavato klimei chanoi. Are you putting a cushion under these uh, flasks that have honey in it against Tzar Balechayim because Rabbi Gamliel held Tzar Balechayim was Durabhanon? Okay, so we have a little story over here. Abaya Ashkechei Leraba to come Meshav Shefle Lebrei. Abaya found Rava that he was playing with his son on Shabbos Agava Dechamra on the back of a donkey. What does that mean? That uh, they didn't have slides in those days. So Rava, right, his child wanted to use it. So he used the side of an animal as a slide, right? And the kid put the kid on top and the kid would slide down and they put him back. So Rava was playing with his kid and uh, he put him on the top of the animal and, they, and he was using it as a slide. 
So the Gemara wants to know. So so Amar Leisabaya said to Rava, "Kamishdamish Mar Chayim." Says I don't understand. Balei Chayim is going to be Muktza. You're using a Balei Chayim, right? You're using an animal on Shabbos. Amar Leisabaya that I'm not using, reading, when is a, when is a Baal Chaim going to be muksa to use, is also to use? That's to sit on top of it, right? To put something on top of it. But if I'm just using the side as a slide, so that is a din of stadim, the side, and the sides is going to be okay. But stadim like gazer buhurabanon, minatemra, how do we know that there's no issue of using stadim, the sides? The tnan, because we said in our Mishnah, mater chavalim basakin neiflim. Okay, that you're going to untie the chavon, uh, the ropes that are holding the bags, and the bags fall on their own. My love, bechaver gavalki. We're talking about some sort of uh, saddle bags that the only way to untie them would be to lean on the side of the animal. Okay, I'm not. I don't have a clear picture of exactly how these bags were positioned, but however these bags were, the normal we're assuming. That uh, we're assuming that we're bringing this as a raya, that the normal way to untie these bags would be to lean over the side of the animal and untie them. And then on Shabbos, we said that if you have kalim that can't be taken off beyond, what do you do? You untie it from the animal. Well, if you're untying it, you have to lean on the side of the animal to untie it, to untie these bags. So you're using the stadim of the animal. So we have a raya from our Mishnah. Now, since you can untie, and to untie, you have to use the side of the animal, that we see the of the Balechai Margani Mutter. So the Gemara answers no. We have either Bechavar Agavalki, okay, not the Gavalki, but it's Agavalki, which means that they are already in a position where one does not need to lean on the animal. So maybe they're off to the side. Uh, maybe the first one meant that they are on top, so you have to lean on the side to untie the top. And this means. Um, Agavalki, that they are uh, already on the side, so you don't need a lean. Deloy habit stadim, inami, or belechta. We're talking about, if you remember, we had this at the end of Hazarik. We had this, this lechta, it's like a peg at the end of an animal. We talked about uh, if you have uh, barrels and bags on the side of the animal. And we said, and how do you have barrels? So almost like a shopping bag, right? You have a peg, and then you hang the handles of your shopping bag on it. So what we're saying is here, the sock, and we're talking about, think about like a seven-mile bag, right, or a bag for a shopping bag, and there's not like a whole tied uh, contraption, and the Mishnah, which allowed you to take it off, we're talking about a case where you don't have to use the sides of the animal, okay, because really, it's not the Mar'asr, and that's what we're trying to say, no Raya from our Mishnah, and that's the bottom line, we have no Raya from our Mishnah, however, now that we got into this uh, situation uh, because of the story of Abai and Rava, we're now going to try to figure out what is the din of Tzadim. So Eisve, we have here, we have a, a, a brysa in the Gemara in Sukkah, okay? It says, let's say your Sukkah has two walls, two man-made walls, right? You buy two from the Sukkah depot. And, right? So you have, in your backyard, you have a tree. So you're going to use one, one, the tree as one of your walls. And you buy two walls, right? You want to save some money. You don't want to buy all the walls. You only need a sukkah, only needs three walls. So you use one as a tree, two man-made walls. We said kshera, the sukkah itself is going to be kosher, right? Because I have three walls. However, you can't use it on yantif. Why? My love, why can't you use it on yantif? So we're assuming that what happens over here, right? Think about your sukkah. So you have uh, your, your walls, and then you have a two, let's say a two by four, Right? 
to hold up your schach, right? So what do you do over here? It must be your tree has to support the two by four. The tree, which you're using as a wall, is to support the two by four. So you put the two by four, you, you engrave notches in the tree. You put your two by fours there, and then you put your schach on top, right? So what happens? What happens is that you're using the stadea elon, you're using the sides of the tree for your schach. Now, important point is in those days, they used to store stuff on top of the schach. Okay, so that's why it's an issue. They would put their, their pictures, their kale, and they put stuff on top of the schach. So now you have two by fours, you have your schach, your two by fours are etched into, into the side of that tree that you're using as a wall. And what do we see? We said, you can't, you can't use it. My love, the chak baby Elon, the havaluhut stadim. So we see that you're using the side of the tree, just like the side of an animal. But stadin asurin, and stadin are asur. So we see clearly, right? Rav is sitting there using the side of an animal as a, uh, as a uh, slide for his child because it's stadim. What do you mean? We have a brisa here that says stadim's asur. So the Gemara says, no, we answer for Rava Loi de Kafiola Elon. That what, why are we saying here? What's this case? It's not like we explain that you have a tree as a wall and you, you put two by fours in and then the schach. Actually, what you actually did was you actually took the tree, the branches of the tree, and bending them over. Okay? So now you're actually using the tree when you put your stuff on top of it, so there's no stadim, it's not like you have a two by four going to the side of the tree, you're actually using the tree itself. Since you're using the tree itself, that's why it's aser, but I, rubber really holds stadim or motor. So really, So let's move on to the next case over there. So that was talking about two regular walls, one tree wall, okay? Let's say I have, let's say I have three regular walls and then a tree wall, right? So I have a total of four, Three Sukadibo walls and one tree. It's kosher and I can go on Yantif. If you want to say that the, tree, the case we're talking about here of the tree is not a case that's done or anything like that, but rather you're actually using the tree to support your schach, you're using the actual tree. What do you mean? You can't use the tree on Yantif. Again, how does that help you over here? With the first case, we said two on one, and you explain using the tree. Oh, because you're using the tree. Yeah, it's two regular walls, one tree, and it's Aser. Okay, well, why, if you're actually using the tree, why is having a third man-made wall going to help you? You're still using the tree. So, you have to say, You have to say, that's us, right? So we're going to answer for Rava. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So you want to tell me Stadim are going to be Aser? Is that what you want to try? You want to tell me that the only way to understand this case is a case of Stadim. Go back to saying you have two by fours leaning against the tree and Stadim are going to be Aser because I'm, I'm, the Schach is on top of the two by fours. Two by fours using the side of the tree and I'm going to use the top of the Schach and you want to tell me it's going to be Kasha on me, Rava? You're going to ask on me? Well, am I Stadim or Say safe. Am I Olam Abiyantif? I don't understand. So then again, if you want to say Stadim are Aser, why in the second case, I understand in the first case you said you can't go on Yontif because you're saying it's Stadim. Why in the second case, where it was three man-made walls and one tree, we said you are able to go on Yontif. Either way, it doesn't help you, right? You don't help your case trying to bring a raya from here because we have a, the second, the Seifa says it's, you're allowed to go in. So if it's a case of Muktza, you're right, then there, it doesn't work for me, Rava. But for you, Avaya, if you want to say it's Stadim and Stadim or Asr, why am I able to go in? So Allah... You have to say that, no, this whole case is not talking about Stadim at all. What are we talking about here? 
Hasam Bigvaza de Parsakna. The Elam Gufa Ma'ama, we're talking about where you're actually using the tree. It's not holding the schach at all. And you're using the tree as a wall. Right? Okay? And it's not a schach holder. It's just, it's just a wall. And we're saying that you can't use a wall if you need it. Right? You, so in a case where it's too, you can't use a tree, you can't use a sukkah as a tree as a wall. <coughs> Okay, because it's holding, you're now using your wall to have, you're, you're using a tree, which is usher, to have a kosher sukkah, so you can't use it. So like this, when I have two man-made walls and a tree, then I need my tree. Since I need my tree, it's going to be usher. When I have three man-made walls on my tree, uh, since a sukkah is kosher with three walls anyway, I don't really need my tree. And there's nothing to do with holding up the schach, and that's why it's going to be mutter. If the sukkah would be able to stand, I can go. And, okay, shmamina. So we see that this case has nothing to do with stadim, and nothing to do with being a schach holder. It simply has to do with the viability of your sukkah. And when you have two man made and one tree, since the sukkah is not a viable uh, sukkah, that's why you can't. Um, it's theoretically. Kosher, because I know my set three walls, but since it's usher for me to go up on the tree, I'm ain't on love yontif, and I can't use it, I can't use it on yontif. Okay? Yeah, yontif means the days of Kaddish, or the days of, or at the days of Kaddish. It's, it's uh, yeah, yes, I think so. It's only the days you can't use the tree. You can't climb on a tree on, on Shabbos or yontif. Okay? Lema ketanoi. So now... Again, we're having a machlekes between Abaya and Rava, whether or not stadim are usher or mutter. Can I use the side of an animal, for example, like Rava used it as a slide for his kids? So let's say it's subject to machlekes tanoi. Okay, we said that, like going back to the ratio of this case, you can't go into a sukkah that has two walls and one tree on yantif. My so let's say simply mar savar tzadin osur and mar savar mutarin. So you say it's machogis tanayim. You want to know why, when I can use this sukkah or not? Okay, that is a machogis tanayim. And maybe really they're arguing about stadim. And you want to say tzadim, whether tzadim is mutar or asur is machogis tanayim. My lab mutarin. Amar Abaya, Abaya doesn't like this, right? So Abaya is using the animal. He says tzadim is mutar. I'm sorry, Rava's using the animal, says, Stadim are mutter. Abaya comes and says, Stadim are not mutter, Stadim are asr. So Rava says, you know what? Fine, it's a machogis tanayim. Abaya says, no, it's not even a machogis tanayim. Abaya, Amar, Amar Abaya, Dekul, Stadim And this is a machogis, this case that we're quoting, we don't know the details of this case, so we're free to basically say there's some sort of machogis about using um, something of mukta. So, but Stadim Stadim Kamiflagi, we're talking about Stadim Stadim. Okay, and again, let's re-talk about the case over here. Assuming that we're talking about a case where it is a schach holder, so it's your two-by-fours going into the side of the tree and your schach going on the two-by-fours. So in that case, it's not actually tzadim. You're not using the two-by-fours. You're using the schach. So it's not tzadim. It's tzadim tzadim. The two-by-fours that are resting on the side of the tree, that would be tzadim. The schach on top of it is tzadim tzadim. And Abayah says, Stadim are going to be Asr. I hold their Asr. 
But we're, ta- we're now having machlokes about stidet stadim. Mar sabet stidet stadim asurin. Mar sabet stidet stadim mutarin. And Rava, I, why does Rava want to say it's machlokes tanaim? Because he says Rava remanda aser bet stadim. And he says you can't separate the two. Sides equal, uh, no matter how, um, if, you know, how, how far removed, it's going to be at uh, stop. So let's go one more rye over here. Let's say you hung a peg. We'll go to the Mishnah, if we can. Let's say you, ha- you hung a peg on a tree. If, let's say, we're talking about making an Erev on Shabbos, you hung a basket on the peg that's on the tree. If that basket is above 10 Tzvachim, then your Erev is not going to be an Erev. Why? Because it's inaccessible. Why is it inaccessible to you? Because you're in Rosh Hashanah. Your basket is above 10, okay? A normal basket, Rashi says, is four Tzvachim wide. If it's above 10, we're going to say, good aches. The sides of the basket come down and make a wall. And now we view the stuff in your basket as if the bottom of your basket is really the top of a pillar, imaginary pillar. And now your stuff in the basket is in Rosh Hashanah. You are in Rosh Hashanah. And in order for an Erev to work, right, an Erev Tchumen to work, right, to allow you to go further, this stuff has to be accessible to you on Shabbos. So that would be inaccessible. If it's below Yud Tfachim, now the basket, the bottom of the basket is below 10 Tfachim. So then you don't have Rosh Hashanah, it's sitting with you in Rosh Hashanah, and it is accessible to you. Less than Dalad Amis, you would be allowed to carry it. So, but what are, so we're not dealing with the air portion of it, we're saying Taima did not see a Sebi'ilon. The only reason why you can't use a tree on Chavez, right? The only reason why you're able, it sounds like the only reason why you're able to use this Erev that's below 10, right? The basket that's below 10 is because you put a peg in the tree and hung the basket on the, tr- on the peg. That's why you're allowed to use it. Oh, If you didn't put a peg on the tree, right? So what, you didn't put, if you didn't put a peg on the tree and the basket would be hanging directly on the tree, then you wouldn't be able to take from it. So what do we see here? We see clearly that in order to use it, to say mutter, it has to be tzidet stadim. Because a basket hanging on a tree would be using the side of a tree. A basket using a peg is kind of like we said, putting a two by four against a tree to put the schach on top. So I have to create an extra layer. So we see, not like Rava, must be tzadim or aser. Not like Rava. No. Okay, this case is different. That we're talking about a basket that has a very narrow opening. Okay, so it's hard to get stuff in and out. And you know why you need a peg here? Because really, them normally are fine. But what you can't do is you're not allowed to move the tree. So if the opening of the basket is very tight and to get your food out, you would have to move the tree. I'm, you'd, I'm sorry. It's very tight. If you, to get, you really have to shake, use that basket. And what's going to happen is you're going to shake the tree. So we're saying put a peg on the tree so that the, so that the basket is hanging on the peg. And then when you move the basket violently to get the stuff out, you have to really shake it out. Then, since it's on a peg, it won't move the tree. And that's why you're doing it. But really, it's not the marmotor. And the problem is, is that if, if it's very hard to get the stuff out, I'm going to be using the tree and moving the tree itself. We say that the halacha is tzadim asturin, that tzadim are asr, tzidit tzadim mutarin. Okay? Tzidit tzadim are going to be mutar. So having that extra level of separation 
will matter it. Amr Ravashi Ashta the Amr Asurin. So now that we said Stadam are Asur, Haidarga Dimidalya. So if you have a ladder, so they used to have these watch, the watch, watchtowers, okay? Like uh, the lifeguard, uh, you know, things, right? So they have watchtowers, so they have a ladder to climb up. So they would do, normally build a watchtower like a treehouse, so they put it on top of a tree. So what he's saying is, if you have a ladder going up to the top, you know, basically to the treehouse, so you have to be very careful. You can't rest the ladder directly on the tree because now it's stadim. We said stadim aser, see stadim is going butter. But rather, what do you do? You put pegs, on the outside, put pegs on the outside of the tree and then have the ladder resting on the pegs, right? The, you know, like you put slats there, have the ladder resting on the slats and then you can't, when you go up the ladder, make sure to use the rungs of the ladder, not the pegs, because if you use the pegs, now you're using stadim again. You have to use the rungs of the ladder and not the pegs of the tree, so that you're using sedate stadim, because only sedate stadim is going to be mutter, stadim is going to be aser, okay, and that is the halacha. So the bottom line is that we see, based on how the Gemara Paskins, that you should not use, in case you are planning on using a side of an animal as a slide for your kid on Chavez, okay, it sounds like, according to the way the Gemara passes the halacha, that it would be aser. Okay, just to review, so we were, we, had, we came off of yesterday, so we were discussing about the differences of machamer, right? We said in yesterday, Rami said, we had one version of Rami which said that even though you're using your kul, your voice to get the animal to move with the packages, that <clears throat> you're still going to be chay v'chata, spishagig, and skila b'mezid. Rava asked the kash on that. It's hukash l'avay You have to do a maisa begufa in order to be chay v'chatas. So coming off of that, Rav Zvid had a lashon of Rami, okay, that said you're going to be chay v'skila b'mezid, but shagig, you're not going to be chay v'karma. All right? Because it's hukash l'avay dezara, only the shagig portion. And to which Rava asked on him and said, well, what do you mean? You have to, you have to be makesh shashagig to mezid. If you're potter, you're not going to be chayv chatas, you're not going to be chayv skil. And we answered, no, that there's one exception to that. And that's how we answered for Rami. And the third was Rav Yechanan's version of Rami, who says that not only are you potter b'shagig, because you learn from Avod Zara, you're potter b'mezid because, you're potter b'mezid because we're makesh shagig to mezid. And then you're not even going to get Malchus, because the pasa, either because it's a lashnitin lazarus mises bezin, according to that mandamar that holds, lashnitin lazarus mises bezin ain't like in a love, right? So you don't get malchus because that lav is used to tell me all malachas, which usually is, is I'm sorry, is nitin lamises bezin, right? So therefore, you're not going to, or according to the mandamar that holds, you could still get malchus on a lashnitin lamises bezin, okay, lazarus mises bezin, because we have a special uh, meat from the pasuk that said ata uvehemtecha tells me that only you doing the action can you possibly get malchus for. But here, where you're just using your voice and the animal's doing the action, kick a malchus. Then we discussed, moving on in the Mishnah, we said, if you get to the outer chatzar, when you put the, place the stuff on your animal, you are able to take off the kalim that are not mukta. Okay, and we said the kalim that are mukta, you just untie the rope and the kalim fall on their own. Rav Huna said, the clays chuches, okay, we're talking about obviously one's that, um, that are going to be muktzah, right? So we said it's the glass kalim of a blood letter, which are mias. You can put karamuksasas, you can put pillows there to help break the fall, 
but they can't, you, what you can't do is you can't be mavato plimei so you still need to be able to use those karais, and that's why, okay, in the case of, uh, in the case of uh, Rabbi Gamliel, okay, uh, that's why in the case of Rabbi Gamliel, we made, uh, he left the stuff on his animal, and the animal died because he held Baal Tsar Baal Chaim was only Durabanan because the only way to get it off, right, is it would have um, dirtied the Karim and Ksasais, would have been Vatal the Kalim, and therefore he could not, he had no way to get them off from his Chamar on Shabbos. Okay, and then we had the Machaikas between Rava and Abaya. Rava used, he held it was Mutter to use the sides of an animal, and he tried to bring a Raya from a Mishnah, and Abaya asked on it. We then tried to bring a raya from sukkah, and we said that no, that you're actually, that's a case of using the tree itself, okay? And then we actually answered uh, one step further that that is nothing to do with muktzah and stadim, that had to do with just walls and viability of your sukkah without the tree, with the tree. And then Rava tried to say that uh, stadim was machagis tanayim, and Abayah said no, that case over there is again back to the case of schach holders, two by fours, that, that's only a case of seed eight stadim because your schach sits on top of your two by fours. Your two by fours use, are using the side of the tree. And, um, but really, stadim is going to be aser completely. Um, we tried to bring a raya again from the case of the kalkawa, as a kasha on rava, from the basket on the tree. The fact that you have to have a yaseid and then stadim are aser. And we answer no, that that's because the basket is hard to get stuff in and out of. Another concern is you might move the tree. And we said the halacha is that stadim are going to be aser. See dates them are going to be mutter, and that's why you are able to use a ladder to go up to your watch, to your, your tree tower or watch tower, okay, but it has to have pegs, and the ladder has to be resting on the pegs, and you have to use the rungs of the ladder to create a seed date situation and not stud them.